listening to Give Me A Break. Press pause on life and play on us while we talk about the stuff that matters. And the stuff that doesn't. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We took Give Me A Break to the actual next level. <laughs> yeah, literally. literally. I think it's been three weeks, maybe a month, possibly. Yeah. Haven't spoken to you guys since uh, last year. Uh-huh. Happy uh-huh. New Year, everyone. Yes, Happy New Year, everyone. We are back. There has been chaos in the world of pop culture and celebrities and social media while we've been gone. So we have lots to catch up on. Yes, lots to catch up on. And so much to recommend. Definitely. So buckle up, saddle up. It's, it's a big one. So have you guys been watching I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here lately? No, I haven't, but I've been watching all the drama that's unfolding on Pedestrian and Twitter and Instagram. They're pretty much same. I'm not like a big fan of this, but I tuned in randomly the other night and then like the day after was the day that all this shit went down. And I was like, oh, what are the odds? bugger, I missed it. I know. So for those of you who aren't across it, um, Abby Chatfield from The Bachelor is on the show this season and basically there's been some delightful sexism and misogyny on the show and Abby is taken on the boys club on Instagram. So basically this guy, Ash Williams, I don't actually know who he is. Yeah, I'm not sure where he's from either. Okay, hold on. Live Google. We're doing a we're doing a live Google as they call it in Shameless. Oh my god, is Ash Williams a good guy? Oh that come up on mine. People also ask. Okay, so he's a comedian, actor, host Australian radio podcasts. He's a comedian. Oh. Oh. Never heard of him. Comedian Ash Williams charged with recording intimate images of a woman without consent. Okay. That's a story for another time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So basically he's on the show as well and he let or invited whatever Abby sleep in like his bed or his sleeping bag, whatever, two nights in a row on the show. And then Ali Simpson, um, the singer and model entered the camp and Ash kind of told like the boys, the boys club on the show that he regrets getting with Abby because he'd rather have the chance to hit on Ali, who's 22, so much younger than him. And actually she has a, yeah, she's, she's 22. Is Ali Simpson Jessica Simpson's sister? Or am no, I Cody not, Simpson. Um, Cody Simpson's uh, sister. But also she has a boyfriend. So don't know where he's getting this one, this weird idea. But yeah, he basically was saying that her arrival into the show is one day too late. And he kind of told the guys that he regretted telling Abby that he enjoyed their evening together. And I pulled a quote that pedestrian had in the article. Yeah, what a foot. And he goes, he, he said to her, so this morning I was sitting by the fire and I said, last night's cuddle was good. I said, you know, maybe we could do that again. And then basically he was saying that, like, he regretted telling Abby that, like, he enjoyed it and stuff because another younger, like, in his eyes, more attractive, like, woman came on the show and I was just like, eee, that's really gross. He said, like, that Ali was more his type. Yeah. Something like he said that to Grant Denyer. Grant. Grant Denyer. And, like, the whole time, the clips that I've seen anyway, like, Ali looks hell uncomfortable because, like, she's so much younger than him and also she has a partner. So it's like, why would you try and make her uncomfortable in the first place? But, yeah, Abby's um, response to this on Instagram was really interesting. I don't know if you guys saw her Instagram stories. Yeah, I saw the screenshots on Pedestrian TV. Um, I'm not a huge fan of her, but I I kind of, my heart sank for her. It's almost like getting rejected on, you know, live TV. Like, that's got to cut 
Yeah, especially it's like her third it's, time. Yeah, it's not even the first just, time. I froth her so much. Really? Like the fir- yeah, I just think... Nah, she, I'm, a, I'm a big Abby I'm fan. I'm a huge fan. I think the way like she stood up after The Bachelor, she yeah. stood up um, after Bachelor in I Paradise. I love her body, body con- confidence and positivity as well. Like she does, she does, you know, have good vibes about her. Yeah, I think she's prom- she promotes some good messages and she's, you know, working on herself to be well-educated. Yeah, and I think that's a great thing too is how she like does pull up that a lot. But every time I think that she may have said something wrong as well, she's always apologised and like re-educated herself on it. Yeah, she lets really cool. you hold her accountable. Oh, which, which is, is so cool, which you good. don't see a lot on Instagram especially. Oh, God. Mm. When people make mistakes, like a, sp- a lot of people will just delete it or get rid of all traces, whether she'll, she does Sarah's day. It. Yeah, <laughs> save that comment for later because my topic's juicy. Oh, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, I think the one where she said, "If you think your love life is bad, imagine consistently being second best on national <gasps> that, TV." Like yeah. my heart, it my heart sank. Oh, it's like, like, girl, you've been my number one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's and so heaps, true. There was a rumor not um, not too long ago about her dating one of her best friends or something. She like did. That. Yeah, she's so open. Like she has said, like, she will date women, she will date men, she is open to love in any form, no matter what gender it is. I'm like, absolutely, because there's probably so many young men and young women out there who are Mm. grappling with their sexuality, and they see people on these, like, TV shows and Instagrams claiming, you know, it's fine to explore, it's fine to do all that, like, do it, and they're probably, like, more comfortable with that now. Yeah. I just feel bad, like, to to have to watch that back as well and then, like... Oh, it oh, must be so hard. And yeah. also, it's kind of gross, like, watching it back and seeing the way that, like, they talk about them Women. when, like, they're there. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's such the, you know, like, in, like, quotations, but, like, the boys' club mentality, that, yeah, like, the is, locker room talk, yeah. what goes on behind the scenes. and like, just The same thing, sick. I guess, happened the other day when she got... Um, there was that thing with her and... Um, what's his name? Is it? Dip- oh, the Dipper? old guy. Yeah. yeah he used to play football and that. And he said, you know, a comment and about, you know, your, um, about what she was wearing. She should be going out like that. And, you know, she was with Ash and I just thought she put it on her Instagram, but she said this one comment of, um, where is it? The thing about, um, she, about them being him having his shirt off, Ash having his shirt off and all these people throffing him online. Like, Oh, what a rig. But her being in her bikinis, it's put your tits away, love. Like, oh, it's such a double standard. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, like, it's so normalised as well, which is what's such a real shame. And the fact that people were calling her out on Twitter, like, get over it, Abby. And she's like, that's not the point. Like, it, that's actually the point she's making, that she has to get over it when she's saying she can do what she wants with her body. Mm. Yeah. And then people are getting mad over that. But why are you getting mad over a woman literally just doing what she wants? I know. Like, it really it – it shouldn't cause that much of a stir to just do what you want with your body, like, whether you want to wear a bikini or a T-shirt. Like, who who fucking cares? But the internet does, apparently. Yeah. Every person, most men, have yeah. an opinion on a woman's body and what she can and can't do with it, even though mm. it's not their own. But then you have that other side of there are women out there as well who feel like, that you can comment on other women's bodies too. Mm. Yeah. A little bit of internalised misogyny with your breakfast. (laughs) Woo! Yes, we have a lot of, a long way to go, but I think it's good that, I guess, now when you see something like this on TV, like everything that happened with Ash and with Dipper and the whole boys club, it's good to see that, like, people are actually calling them out online. I guess that's kind of a good thing about platforms like Twitter where you have everything, like, at your fingertips to constantly fire away. Like, yeah, there's lots of trolls and people saying stupid shit, but, like, it's also an easy way to hold people accountable in a way. Mm, definitely. So, 
So yeah, if you guys have been watching I'm a Celebrity or you're a follower of Abby's, let us know. Oh my God, yes. Let us know your thoughts. We'll link um, some of the pedestrian TV articles in the show notes because there's some, some good recaps of what's going down. Put your hands up if you're a Sex and the City watcher in the past. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So my story about how I got into Sex and the City is when I had my jaw surgery with my twin sister. Um, For medical reasons, didn't get our jaws broken or anything. But um, yeah, we had to have our jaws realigned. And we watched the whole Sex and the City box set from start to finish. I love that. While we were recovering. Oh, it was amazing. And then... I guess we didn't really work it out that well because at the start we weren't allowed to laugh. <laughs> and we were so swollen and we're like, ah. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> but anyway, for those who might have missed it, they have, re- they have announced a revival of The Favourite and it's going to be a 10 parts episode. 10 episode. Yeah. Called Just and Just Like That. Just, just like, like that, that, I think, yeah. yeah. So the only thing is that people will notice there's a notable absentee and that is Samantha. I really wonder how they're going to pull this off. And also, I'm wondering, like, because if you watch Sex and the City nowadays, like, mm-hmm. it's actually such a problematic show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, like you kind of look past it and you're like, oh, but, you know, New York City, being a blogger, yes. Carrie Bradshaw. You totally fall for $100 into shoes whole when you're a yeah. writer. Yeah, and then you're like, and you can't do that. Yeah. Look at all, like, the stereotypes in it yeah. and, like, all the bad and shit. And you're like, after some man that- doesn't give her the time of day, like, okay, girl. Literally, but, and, like, the show is only white people. It's, like, it's very problematic, and I just I wonder like how... It's almost like Abby Chatfield. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. But, yeah, I guess um, there's been a lot of drama in the years because um, Kim Cattrall, is that who yeah, yeah, yeah. Who plays Samantha and Sarah Jessica Parker, who plays Carrie, have always had unspoken but spoken on the form of Kim's drama of they've never really gotten along or there's been a lot of heat when they've done the movies and that's why she didn't sign on to make the third the third movie yeah um but then there's been a lot of people coming out like that they're going to be really upset and disappointed to not see samantha in the series but um there's been actually no word or spoken from kim herself except she liked a tweet that could be a subtle thing hint she said this tweet came from a guy that said i absolutely love sex in the city and whilst i am sad and that samantha will not return i applaud doing what is best for you and think it's a great example of putting yourself first well done and then tagged her and she liked it quite like that i think it's really cool um sarah jessica parker has come out and said to a lot of people who were commenting about the whole it's because you know of your fight and everything she came out and said no i don't dislike her i never said that never would she wrote on instagram samantha isn't part of this story but she will always be a part of us no matter where we are or what we do which is really nice and obviously where no one knows the situation except those two women so you can't comment on like what it is or what it isn't but my thing is, how are they going to write Samantha throughout? Like, what are they well, going to do? Well, I actually I read an article Maybe on this. Maybe she dies from too much sex. Well, she had well, cancer. Yeah, so oh, basically yeah. what people were saying is, I think, I can't remember which writer it was, but someone was like, hit me with all your theories and I'll compile it for an article. And then they were like, all everyone was theorising, like, she's either, like, met some guy and, like, flown off with him or, like, the cancer comes back or she, like, dies or, like, yeah, she has too much sex or, like, something ridiculous oh God, and crazy. if they make Samantha, like get married and have kids that would oh, just ruin her. no they wouldn't i doubt it yeah but and then ruin her whole character yeah oh. sarah jessica parker replied and was like pen and paper at the ready and yeah. then apparently something someone said something like the writers so basically the writers have already like got their ideas down so oh, there is a way that she's written out of the show yeah. but we just we don't know oh yet. there's I guess also we'll the comment apparently is 
big not going to be in it as well. Oh, really? I saw on um someone put on Twitter like, is Mr. Big not making an appearance either? Because apparently he wasn't going to sign up for the third movie either. It'll be really interesting. I'm just intrigued to see how they like adapt it to this climate. Because oh, I'm that's like... what I had to say. So back in 2016, Kim told the Daily Record that she didn't feel like the iconic Nortu Nortu series fits into the current climate. She quoted, I think the climate changed, she said. Mm. To have four women talking about shopping trips and spending $400 on shoes when people were having trouble putting food on the table. Uh, I think that's a really that's good a point. very good point. Yeah, so I think that's another thing is how are they going to put... Like, I know towards those movies they were, you know, four, the four women had had quite successful careers. And it does... It is a fictional show at the end of the day. Mm. But I guess they focus it around their careers and they were quite, you know, well-established women by then. But, you know, even when you go back and watch the series, you know, Carrie is buying, like... Louis Vuittons. But it suited the time that it was made. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And it was kind of like no one questioned it. Like it's a little getaway. But I'm just yeah, intrigued like to see like yeah. in such a politically sensitive and I guess world how they'll like, shape the show. We can't comment on how people spend their money. Like, of course not. Like, yeah. Yeah. And but also if you're a journalist, there's no fucking way you're buying $400 <laughs> shoes yeah, in New York City. If you're getting into journalism for the cash, don't do it. <laughs> Writing one <laughs> column a month or some crap. Like, yeah. okay, sure, Jan. Like, imagine... That would actually be a great article itself. Live life like Carrie Bradshaw for a year. Like, you get paid by your organisation you're writing for to go and live in New York City, pay the rent, buy the shoes that she has, buy the wardrobe, go out on all the nights. She lives in that wicked house and then she's got an apartment, like, just for her clothes. Drink all the Cosmopolitans. Spoiler alert, you'll be broke within a week. (laughs) Good luck, girl. Yeah, but I look. I probably will watch the show. I'll so. definitely watch too. the show. But I think it's on. Is but it on like what HBO or something? I think it's HBO. I don't or know s- one of those. <laughs> neither. We'll have to bootleg it. But Just yeah, let us know <laughs> if you're going to get around it, girls. Yeah, I would really yeah. love to know what people are thinking. Whether and they tell think us your theory of how they're going to get rid of something. Yes, yeah, that'll be interesting to read. Please theorize conspiracy theories, and then with we'll us. send it to our mate SJP, and maybe she can put it forward. You know. So I stumbled upon this Instagram account. When I was watching one of Steph Claire Smith's stories today, I think it was today or yesterday, she was doing a Q&A and someone had asked her if she ever checks Celeb Spellcheck Instagram account. And I was like, what is this Celeb Spellcheck account? So I, of course, naturally just sort of fell down a whole little, you know, whirlwind of tunnels. Um, and I found it, this particular account, which is basically, I'm not sure if it's a male or female or how many people are running it. Um, but it began a few years ago as an account of making fun of Instagram models or, um, you know, celebrities with their poor spelling. Um, but since it's become a platform for holding influencers to account for their lies and irresponsible, irresponsible behaviour. The profile is also a hub for user-submitted gossip about influencers. And this is the part that I don't like about the profile. Um, I understand that once you're in the public eye, you pretty much lose your privacy, but I feel like some accounts just take celeb gossip too far and it sort of borders onto the line of bullying territory. Mm. Um, I know Ailish is not the biggest fan of Sarah's day, um, but they really just rip in- Instagrammers to shreds on this account mm-hmm. and they'll find any any like small thing just to do it. And I don't know, I just I don't feel, understand why people need to create the account the accounts like this. Nah, I get you. I Look, I'm not the biggest fan of Sarah's day, but I mean, uh, the only reasons I dislike her is because of, like, some of the things yeah. that she's done from, like, a political and business standpoint. Yeah. But I think, like, if you're just dragging some influencers for the sake of dragging them, 
then it is just bordering on like, bullying. That is the point of this person's account. And I just, I don't know. It, it started as making, you know, Instagrammers accountable for spelling. Fair enough. That's a laugh. But now it's like, I just feel like it is a bit of a bullying platform. Yeah, and some of the stuff doesn't even have to do with the spelling. Yeah, <laughs> mm, oh, I, no, I think sometimes it's more about like when someone gets to like such a high status, you kind of find the slightest fault, oh, and then definitely. people latch onto that because it makes it feel like yeah. more attainable. Yeah, it's like but, when girls are like you know trying to be pretty or something, and then they find a pretty person they compare themselves to. Then when that particular pretty person you know stuffs up in the slightest sense, they take any opportunity to like pull them down or you know just to make themselves feel better. But I even noticed like some of the things posted on the account. Um, like, Chloe Zepp's baby is wearing a Gucci hat. Oh, is like, that what that... I didn't get it. I just don't... Like, why, why is that relevant? Oh, I, I saw one where um, I actually followed this certain influencer that they were pointing out. She just spelled deforestation instead of defamation, and it was a spell check on her phone, and she actually corrected it in the next slide... But, but they, they don't put the next slide up. They don't always post the next slide Okay, not going to lie. Girl got dragged, but that was pretty funny. I always see Sarah's day doing spelling oh, errors, always. and it makes me laugh. It, do- okay. it makes me cringe. And I'm yeah, kind of like a course. little bit like if you're – like part of me is like, okay, so you're an influencer, and if you're posting something that's relating to your brand because you are your brand, like you should take the five minutes to oh, read over your post and make yeah. sure you, you know, use simple I mean. words. Like what it started out as is making like almost – having a bit of a laugh at the fact they, you know, don't auto, like they, you let all things autocorrect and they don't double check their work. That's kind of funny. But like, now I just feel like they'll take any opportunity to really just like yeah. make someone feel shit. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I've seen heaps of um, people like um, putting it through Turner in of like what people have written and stuff. And yeah, like they did with Sarah's day. Yeah, but I've, I've actually just looked at it and it's actually not that much. And it looks kind of like, like, you know, it's 10%, isn't it? But also, that, is this really what you want to be doing with your yeah, life? Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I guess like people kind of love on yourself. Yeah. People love hating each other. I don't how that makes you feel better about yourself, but. Mm. I mean, I guess when you see these people like buying their expensive houses, yeah. like not being affected by a global pandemic yeah. where we're all losing work and struggling to get by when they're kind of, like when you can find something like, oh, they stuffed up here, they stuffed yeah. up here. Like it gives you a little laugh because they're in such like a bubble. Yeah. But then it does reach a point, you're right, where we're literally just tearing them down for the sake of it. Although I did see a really funny one about Sarah's day where she put up this recipe and she was like, it's vegan and it's vegetarian and it had like fried chicken and eggs in it. And I was like, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> that, there was actually a really funny one I stumbled upon too. Um, is it Matt Matt Johnston Johnson from Bachelor and he oh, yeah. was with Laura is it Laura Byrne? Oh, I have no idea. I'm not sure. I think it's Laura Byrne and Matt Johnson. They had a baby Marley May oh. and a dog Buster. And oh. in Salvos someone <laughs> spotted two stockings. Oh my god, I saw that. One with Marley May and one with Buster. That oh, she'd that been is, given. Is yeah, hilarious. they actually got ripped into that though, but I saw some people saying like, I mean, they just donated them, like would you rather than put them in the bin? And I was True. like, that's a good oh, that's point. Important. Exactly, yeah. Not gonna lie, I do love seeing the ones that are like just like stupid things that yeah. influencers yeah. do. Yeah. Like if they say like Cape Town is like a country or something, yeah, and like they yeah. say all this that like dumb stuff. And I have seen a lot of influencers that have been called out, um, like actually laughing about like the spelling ones or like, haha, yes, like, it's just I, my phone. I saw one that's like, and like, I think that's a really good sense of it. And that's probably what it was initially made yeah. for. But yeah. when it turns into like this, can almost like conspiracy made up of like a, 
Influencer well, there are a like, lot of accounts well, that are like like hate account, not like hate account, but they essentially are. But they're like drama accounts, and you have requests to follow them. There's so many of them for like YouTubers and TikTokers and oh, Instagrammers. There is this one TikTok no. girl, this one girl on TikTok, and I've forgotten the name of her. But she does. She literally investigates dramas. She's like, mm. so um, I think was it Lily Brown that had a fallout with um, Lucy and Nikki from Happy Hour. She does like this whole investigation and puts it on TikTok, and I'm like, who cares about their foot? Like, this one person did a two-hour YouTube video into this young couple called like Haley Fam and Ryan Trahan on YouTube, who were 19 years old and got married and bought this million-dollar house. Anyways, they did this literal two-hour like documentary into why they're wasting their money and why they need to be held accountable. And I'm like, you know, tell them what's up, but also get a life. Yeah, there's more shit in the world. Oh my god, let them live their own life. I don't know. Like sometimes I just like. I, like, I don't feel bad for them because they're all millionaires, but then, like, part Same. of me is, like, you don't and need to be bully them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Lift each other up. Like, they created that life for themselves. Like, Yeah, of course. And it's just, like, when people in, you know, for example, um, one particular person in WA who recently became Lord Mayor, um, <laughs> um, who may not know, be named. When, when you're in the public eye, you definitely have to be wary of, like, what you're Oh, doing. yeah, you need to, like, watch what you say and censor yourself because you yeah. did set yourself up to exactly. be scrutinised. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people forget that, like, yeah, we don't need to know every detail of your, like, private life. Like, we're not entitled to your yeah. life, but, but we're entitled we to hold account. you accountable yeah. when you fuck up because it's your job, it's your brand, you are your business. Yeah. So make yourself good. But, yeah, let us know if um you follow the account. What are your thoughts? Is it bullying? Is it is it okay? Is it satire? What's good? Well, what's good is Bump, and that is my recommendation for this week because I honestly cannot get enough of it. Like, I, w- I binged six episodes in one night, and if I didn't have to get up for work the next morning, I would have definitely watched the last four. I want to watch it. It's been yeah, renewed for season two, yeah. so I need to get on it. I, I need to watch it. It's too. so good. I don't want to give too much away, but you can watch the trailer, and obviously you'll, you know, you'll find Tell us a little bit what it's about. So, teenage girl in high school ran, like, feels really sick. This, yeah, that storyline is unveiled really early on so it's good um in that sense but pretty much she's i think 16 or 17 years old um and she one day in high school is really sick and finds and is rushed to hospital and she's having a baby and she's not known that she's pregnant which i that is the one thing about the show that i cannot fathom i'm like how is it not explained throughout the show and how does she not know she's it's pregnant it's a thing i've it's i listened so to this random. i think in the in one of the kick pod episodes that like it's a thing that some people just like they don't gain the pregnancy weight or something and they just don't realize <gasps> that they're pregnant and suddenly they're having cramps they're in the toilet and they're giving birth like, it's a rare that's, thing, that's but it's a thing. Oh, my gosh. That is hot dog. Anyway, yes. um, it turns out that you you already know this from the trailer, so I can say this part, but she has her, – the, the baby's dad is not her current boyfriend at the time. It's actually this really hot guy in high school, and he's really popular and stuff. And then you basically just follow the plot line of, um, you know, do they end up together? Do they raise the baby together? How do the parents – the parents even have their own little storyline? It's really cute and wholesome and – it's an Australian drama too, yeah, hey? which I really loved as well because not all Aussie TV is that great. I won't lie. Home and away. <laughs> what yeah. do you talk about, neighbours? Home and away? <laughs> Fabulous. But no, I definitely <laughs> recommend um, watching Bump to take a break. Cool. Well, another great way we like to take a break in Australia in summer is going to the beach. Yes. So, like, obviously, like, we love to lay in the sun and get our tan on, but 
It's also really bad for you. So my recommendation <laughs> is a sunscreen. There's nothing healthy oh, about a tan. Yes, I need yeah. good sunscreen. So it's We Are Feel Good Incorporated. And, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure it is owned by West Australian. And oh, really? West Australian, That's cool. Which is pretty cool about us, I can tell you. Have you but used yeah, it? Yeah, so I use the sensitive sunscreen um, and it's really, really good, but... I actually don't have to use the sensitive sunscreen. I use their, can use their normal one, their coconut one, coconut. and I do not react to any of them. And I have like quite sensitive like skin. Yeah, I feel like sometimes sunscreen on my face, like I obviously I put it on, but like I don't wear it like every day. Like if I'm just like going out for a walk or something, Neither. even though I should. I wear I feel it like religiously every day. It there breaks me out. I follow, and she was saying how much, how like important it is to wear it every day. Apparently, yeah. it's the most important part of your skincare routine. Yeah, but yeah, it's Australian. Wow. And owned, and it's tested, and it's got um, no parabens, no and like no B P A B A's. The bad nothing stuff. bad stuff. <laughs> nothing bad, and it's like so you can get your get your vitamin D intake and not feel guilty because you got your sunscreen on. Woo! Oh, that's yeah. good. We'll, we'll link else. it below so you guys can buy it, and um, I will also go buy it so I can try. It. I've actually been on the hunt for new sunscreen, yeah. so that's really good. Well, my recommendation is something that has been breaking the internet, um, basically just because of the really hot main character, and it is Bridgerton. Um, if How you many haven't, episodes have you watched? I think I've watched six. Look, okay, so I feel like with Bridgerton, you need to kind of bang it out in one session, otherwise it kind of like your interest trails a little bit. I heard they're one hour long. Is that right? Well, I watched four episodes in one day. Jeez. <laughs> Whoops. But when I was watching like them con- kind of consistently in the same day, I was like smacking through them. I was like, the cast, gorgeous. The music, amazing. They play like, Ooh, well, like it's show like you. classical versions of like Ooh. Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, oh, Billie Eilish. Like, like, what's his name? Baz Lerman. That does the... Yeah. Um, anyway, what am I trying to say? That thing. Does... <laughs> New music in older settings. That's cool. Yes. Well, yeah, but it's like it's like classical version, so oh, it fits so. the time. Oh, and string quartet kind yeah, of Yeah, like yeah. kind of like Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's like the Even costumes. Amazing. It's amazing. Everyone's really beautiful. The cast is really diverse. Like it's just it is a good show. But I just feel like if you don't watch it all in a really tight tech time span you kind of lose interest like I don't really care about the side storylines like I just want to know who Lady Whistledown is and she's like it's kind of like Gossip Girl but set in like the olden time it's like the suitor marriage kind of season so like all the pretty girls are trying to land the pretty guy and like get married and get those riches and all that stuff and then there's someone amongst the community who's like writing this newsletter basically like Gossip Girl exposing all their secrets but no one knows who it is Oh, my God, I love that. This yeah, so, so you're kind of like, it's I like want to find XO, out. It's old gossip girl. Literally, it's like old gossip girl who's called, like, Lady Whistledown. And, yeah, but I really recommend it so far just because it's a pretty show. I'm definitely going to start that tonight. <laughs> I just, I love the memes, and it's like I'm watching um, Bridgerton for the plot, and then it's like the plot, and it's just photos of the hot main character, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that is that me is too. <laughs> but, yes, I recommend it. Well, we have some great ways for you guys to take a break um, over the weekend. Yes, so. for sure. Well, thanks for tuning in with us, guys. Thanks for dealing with our little us taking a break over the new year period. <laughs> well deserved break. Yes, and we will be back in your ears again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.